Welcome to Desiring Brethren Podcast for the largest possible demographic in the world. Those who desire to be brethren, we have created a podcast for you. I'm Tanner Hobbs. I'm David Short. I'm Jackson O'Brien. And we, no, we're not here to, well, (laughs) are we here to convince them to be brethren? That would be nice. Uh, Maybe not primary objective. Dave, you describe brethren as, in one word... Uh, Truth. Truth. (laughs) So how would it not be your primary objective? Well, You answered way too fast. (laughs) (laughs) Knew we'd say it. Uh, You know, continue. (laughs) This week, we are talking about... The apocalypse. Mm. We are talking about Armageddon, Doo-doo. Gog and Magog. Yeah. Ah, oh. uh, we are talking about. Here's the question, and it is not an objective question at all. Mm. Question is: When do you feel the world will end? Because Christians of all stripes, all denominations, there are people who think very differently about this. Obviously, there are some denominations built on a certain idea of this, but we all have our own prejudices. Some of us are pretty sure it's going to be right away. Some of us aren't even sure it's going to happen. Where, when do you feel the world will end? That is the question. Uh, Who wants to slam down a date, settle in stone? (laughs) Who's got it? (laughs) Dave. Dave, like yeah. Dave, really suggested that I start this because oh, good, he knows that I'm right on this one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think for this question, I'll say some people won't like this answer, but I'll say twenty one oh four. What? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? What? That's so. Later, what? That's so earlier. <laughs> how, did, how did you figure it out? <laughs> Maybe I meant like, what? That's my date. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> Could be all, any of those three options. It's weird that we said the same one. <laughs> yeah, let's all say the date at what? Three. Is there two. another blood moon at that at that year? Oh. No, the blood moon isn't the apocalypse. It oh. begins the period of the apocalypse. Oh. Like the 1,000-year period. Or just... Like, there's lots of people when that blood moon happened who don't say they're wrong. They say, that was the start of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we're in that period. Yeah. So, 2104, Jack, tell yeah, me 21... your reasoning. Because I'm pretty sure I won't be alive during that time. <laughs> no? That's, that's Modern uh... medicine? I'm a pretty healthy dude, yeah. but I think that I've eaten too many cookies oh, that's for true. that ever to be. I was going to say, you love cookies too much <laughs> to survive anyway, that one. Yeah. yeah, I do. They're okay. They're really good. <laughs> and I probably, for the amount of cookies, oh man, I feel bad. I've eaten more cookies than 
lots of people combine ever will already i have it is amazing how muscled you are after having <laughs> after after having lived with you and seen the amount of cookies you consume <laughs> Dan, Dan, it is it is good. a modern marvel <laughs> medical marvel it's like taking it i'm gonna be taking advantage of modern medicine soon anyways it, ha- it has it has gotten worse tanner like i eat even more i should probably not at any rate why did I pick that date specifically? There, I, my, I must say, in every Christian that reads the Bible, they have to say it's soon. They have to say it's coming. You have to be prepared for the Perugia, and that's why I say that that's soon. That that's what leads me. That's why I say that answer because it satisfies that quality. It's soon. Twenty one oh four, not that far down the pipe when you consider history. But are, but isn't the idea of saying it soon as in you have to prepare yourself? So by predicting a date you won't be alive, you're not preparing yourself. Well. <laughs> Don't you have to pick a day during your lifetime if you believe that? that that's the thing is like because of modern medicine. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. 2104, <laughs> I could, like that, that makes me what? Uh, 100, 100 and, 130. Yeah, 113. Yeah, and, that sounds right. And like 100 and... Oh, yeah, we'd all be 113. Yeah. Well, 10 or sooner, because he's older. Yeah. He's an old one. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I could still potentially be alive, because like 120 years is what God said that we won't live past, right? Oh, my yeah. goodness, Jackson. <laughs> right? I'm getting yeah. really biblical. Oh, yeah. That's why this oh. date that I pick is so biblical. It's very biblical. Because there's a potential, nuts. like it's soon. Like I could be alive mm-hmm. during that time. Okay. And, but we'll see how my habits fare out and how many cookies I eat in the meantime. Anyways, that so that soon, I'm trying, I'm attempting to justify that 2104 means soon to Jackson's lifetime. It's a, it's a stretch, but that therefore satisfies that quality. The other thing is I think there's been stuff that has happened in history that has been like, oh, this is a sign that this is the end times. And the example in my head that's so stark is when the Black Plague happened in like the 13 to the 1500s. Totally, totally. In Europe, when like pe- people were dying all, acre- all across Europe. I think it was like a third of their population or more was white. Yeah, within six plague. years, and a it's third like, of the how population. How are you not supposed to believe that like this is a sign? But that's what drives me nuts yeah, about people like, who are like, oh man, we got a lot of wars, wars going on today and uh, earthquakes and stuff. I'm like, yeah. we went through a time in our history where a third of the population died. Like, yeah, that yeah. is a little more concerning than this. No, I, t- I totally agree. So that makes me think that like, if there's that big of an example and, pro- and probably a ton of others that are like more in stark contrast to what evils we're experiencing now i'm thinking that why does this lead me to think that it's because we will all like all times will have i think that all times will have those really evil dark periods and i think that like global warming and climate change will be that thing like oh obviously the world's going to come to an end because of global warming like that will be our hitch upon thinking that like oh jesus is coming back it's a sign of the end times but because all histories, I think, have experienced a great evil or a great deterioration of Earth like that. 
that's why I'm thinking like, that'll be the thing in my time that points us to thinking, oh, it's going to happen. But also, so it satisfies that like we're living in the end times, you know? But you actually believe that knowing the history, you think, well, your time is going to be the real one. I I think that, oh, that's such or a do you point. think that even though you don't really believe it, you have to have the attitude like you believe it? What a genuine thing, hey? Because <laughs> it sounds like you don't really believe it. It sounds like it sounds like you're looking at the Bible and be like, okay, I'm supposed to conjure up the idea that the world's going to end, but I know it's not going to in my lifetime. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's fair. I'm creating these reasons that satisfy what I think are the the like qualities that like make us think that we're that Christ is coming back at a certain point and that our time is somehow different than previous ones. And what I'm saying in that is like our time isn't different from a bunch of stuff in history. Um, but I, I, I still somehow need to cling to like it's soon. There's bad stuff happening. Jesus yeah. is coming back in my time. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. 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 At least I need to be prepared. And I say that in all seriousness. Like, I think that there there's an eschatological thing. And like, oh boy, this is this is this is a good question, Danica. Because it's so. <laughs> I didn't know you would find it so difficult. December thirteenth. That's what I'm putting down. Next question. On to you guys. Wow. Dave. Go ahead, give it. Give us the truth. <laughs> I don't know, like, what is the most accurate way to verbalize a shrug? <laughs> Maybe it's just. I by think it's like. All of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's pretty good. I don't know. Like, I I used to always feel like probably every other Christian from the big from Jesus's time onward that like, it's going to happen in the next 50 years or something, you know, like just probably sometime in the next 50, a hundred, maybe 200 years is stretching it or something. Anyways, I used to think that just very recently it struck me the idea of, you know what? Jesus could come back any moment. We believe that because he says so. But, you know, he he really, it could be like 6,000 years after Jesus died and rose again. Like, right. I I sort of, like, isn't, isn't uh, correct me here, from the time of Adam to the time of Jesus is about 6,000 years? That's, that's a good question, wow. Dave. Yeah. I feel like, I'm not going to say it. I feel like it's 6,000 to 10,000, somewhere in there. Let's just ballpark it for now. There's some people that like so like down to a yeah tea. ballpark oh, yeah, yeah. six six thousand to a hundred thousand somewhere in there. <laughs> Let's like, say that. I feel all that I would say is an opinion, and I it's just an opinion. That's the point. is that it won't go farther forward than backwards from Jesus to Adam. Oh, that's a cool way of seeing it. Like I think he'll come back sometime before it hits the halfway. But that still leaves us with thousands of years from now. <laughs> and it might... I like that. That's fun. It might not be for a long time. 
I used to think like, well, every day is as if a thousand years, and because Jesus was in the ground three days, he'll wait three more days, wow. and so it'll be the year 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that, totally. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so you think it could be any day generally, but it, we've got thousands of years potentially. Potentially, or tomorrow, or... Maybe we won't even get to finish this podcast. Twenty one oh four. So, you know. Yeah, so we should do it like the price is right, where like you have to guess it but you can't go over. And see yours would be like six thousand years. <laughs> but no more than that. Yeah, no more than that. <laughs> see you're right as long as it's anywhere between twenty one oh four and the year six thousand yes. you would. I feel like I feel good about this. You have a good range. Man, darn. That's funny. Okay, Tanner, now that you've expressed your three days thought, has, has that changed or do you have a different date? So growing up, I was talking to Ivy about this the other day. I worried about like every disaster on a human level, like acid rain, <laughs> de- de- for the ozone hole. Do you guys remember the ozone hole? That was so scary. Yeah. That was terrifying to me. And, like, just so many things I can think of. You name a childhood fear on a large scale, and I was worried about it. Mm. Except for I never worried about the end of the world in, like, the rapture sense. Mm. I grew up reading the Left Behind books. I loved them. I never thought that would happen (laughs) in my life. I have no idea why. I was so freaked out about everything else. So, like, I don't know, that doesn't even make sense, because Ivy was not worried about any of that stuff, Mm. except for possibly the rapture. Totally opposite. Right. So, that's, and then, like, studying history is, like, you hear about all these cool times, like the year 1000, how freaked out they were. Mm. And then, like, the year 1033, because that's a thousand years since Jesus died. Mm, And then they freaked out again. Mm. And, like, you know, the black plague and stuff. And you're like, wow, yeah, this has totally happened so many times. Mm. When I was in, when I was like 20, we got a flyer for a church that was saying that the world was about to end. And the proof is that Obama's the antichrist. And I totally went to the talks. (laughs) (laughs) I was awesome. (laughs) I was like, I was like, this is the greatest. And like, there was a cool poster with like, Satan, I don't know, like, he had the world in his hand or something freaky and, like, totally heretical. I think we'll auto-tune that. Tanner saying, here's a cool poster with Satan. Here's a cool poster with Satan. Uh, That's good. But then, like, went to the thing and, like, he gave, like, ten signs, like, wars and earthquakes and stuff. I was so into it. So I do realize that there are certain denominations that are very certain it will. <laughs> yeah, there are. I think I now am very skeptical about anything about the world ending. Mm. Other than by like a natural disaster. And I don't know if that's like I'm secular or what. I don't know what it is, mm. but I would say... I don't know. My prediction is like thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of years from now. 
when something happens that exterminates the whole human race. Hmm. Like, global warming might kill most of us, but it's not going to kill all of us, so it'll be something. And I believe that whatever that event is, that will be God's way of ending the world. Like, that is God's hand in history. Hmm. But that God will work through whatever happens naturally, Mm. I guess. So, like, I would put it way in the future. Really? Do you... Does it it change how you live at all? To, like, when, when you sit... Like, I think that, like, that's really different for someone to say thousands and thousands of years and, like... You, and and, I, and I, I totally see your reasoning behind it, like, be, based on history and that we were all wrong about it. And, you know, I, I see that. But does it make you be like, ah, like, sure, Jesus says, like, you know, be prepared and be ready. But I'll, I'll, I'll just live faithfully now and knowing that he is coming back eventually, but it's likely it won't be in my time, but I'll still follow him. I think it affects my like mass evangelism that I'm not so convinced that we need to spend all of 100% of all of our charity needs to go into evangelism as opposed to social justice and things like that. Right. You know, where social justice is kind of the long game. You're assuming that there's going to be more generations. Right. That hopefully will benefit from releasing people from poverty and stuff like that. So probably in that way, but I'm also somebody who's freaked out about death and think about the fact that death can come at any time to me. And so in that sense, that's kind of my apocalypse that I have to live my life prepared that when I go to sleep, I might not wake up and then I have to explain my life or something like that. So I am conscious of an end. I just not the world's end, I guess. I don't know. Does it affect you? I I think that it does somehow. It's it's. Uh, I think that you bring up a good point about how we're doing the long game of social justice, and rather than like, I think a a Pauline urgency of like their souls going to hell, mm. we need to get them out or like or Jesus is coming back soon. We need to make people that are around us right with God. So it does affect your, the way you think about that? It, it somehow does. I know it affects me personally when I'm just like, yeah, I nonchalantly say 2104. And by the way, I'm the only one here that actually picked a date. So <laughs> I'm the winner of this podcast. I It, it does affect the, how I live, the the urgency that Jesus said and that it's like a thief in the night and knowing that Jesus is coming back soon, whatever that word means, that I will respond in a way of, I need to love all my neighbors immediately. And, and that, that I think that ultimately comes in the form of telling them about who God is. And, um, and, but there's, oh, there's also great stuff about like, there's some people that like, God can only come to them in the form of bread. Who said that, Tanner? Use social justice. Act. I don't know. Uh, but that was that's a line that I need to think about, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you in the sense that I realize that thinking it's going to be a long time in the future does diminish the urgency of evangelism. Mm-hmm. I know that is a weakness of that position. 
but I also am trying to find a reason to evangelize that's not based on fear or hell, but it's based on love. And in my mind, they're sort of, they're not that separate. Like I understand there's some overlap there, but I think I used to evangelize based on, oh my goodness, if I don't, this will happen, blah, blah, blah. As opposed to, I'm really excited about the gospel and therefore I want to share it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's time for the lightning round. Oh, yes. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Apocalypse edition. <laughs> Has there ever been a time where something happened where you thought, oh crap, it's the end of the world? No, I have on several occasions thought I'm about to die. <laughs> okay, well that's separate. Which is the end of our world. Uh, that's good. All right. The end of your world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to to that yes, yes. There's like there's events that occurred, and in the in like for at least 15 seconds on multiple occasions, I'm like this is it. <laughs> We're going down, and like I can't pinpoint though. Like I think there was a few hurricanes. And like I think the tsunami that hit oh, way back in I can't remember where where when it was but that one rocked me that one was like holy cow like, it was like two thousand five or two thousand six I think yeah I remember I was in my auntie that was Boxing Day that was right after Christmas That's, yeah right after yeah. Christmas and like it had that feel to it like this is a religious thing I'm experiencing right now with Christmas and stuff like that I'm like okay right. let's get ready yeah. Oh, totally. I have felt that for like the 15 seconds too. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. experienced an earthquake here a couple months ago. And <laughs> we were watching a movie and like the wall just rocked where our coach was leading against. And there's totally that split second of like, oh crap, this is it. This is totally it. <laughs> but that was my first earthquake. So that oh. was just terrifying. <laughs> no, that's good. Okay. Do animals go to heaven? Judgment day. Uh, probably not the same animals. I think there might be animals in heaven. What? That's the weirdest answer I've yeah. ever heard. Well, I, I'm trying to say, like, my cat Frisky, I don't think will be in heaven. But there might be cats in heaven, right? Because well, I don't yeah, think that they well, have, like, fr- Frisky's definitely not making a tape. I hate to break a tape. <laughs> yes. Oh, your family's going to be so mad at me. Lisa, I'm sorry. It's a great cat. <laughs> Jackson. Yes. Ooh. And all. Same animals are different. I can't believe I'm asking that. That's such a weird thing. They, the. Oh, this is going to. Heaven's going to be really messed up if it's, if it's the same animal. So the reason that I say yes immediately is not because it's rational, but because I want to see my dog soon. <laughs> Like for so many reasons. Oh, I want to oh, see your dog sooner too. About meow. I'm more attached to no. your childhood dog than any of the pets I ever had. <laughs> I can't explain it. I just loved that dog. Which absolutely justifies my reason for saying yes. If sooner is in heaven, then that's the place that I want to be forever. I shouldn't have said that. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, question. What will the relationship with your wife or fiance be in heaven? I really want to know. <laughs> that sounds ominous. That could be a good thing or a 
terrible thing. No, I, that yeah, I I want to know the answer to that question. I know the answer to it. Boom. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a person you've been most intimate with on earth ever, and then suddenly you're not allowed to enjoy those pieces of it. Man, that'd be awkward. Remember that time that we. Will you be able to fly in heaven? Yes, no. Yes. No. You're so wrong. Yes. Maybe teleport. Wow. No, we can fly in heaven. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> End of the world happens. Choose a location to be plus a weapon. Um, it just has to be remote. Doesn't matter where. Remote. Uh... Give me a katana, because those are awesome. That's personal. Wow. I'm going to be in Wawel Castle in uh, Krakow, in Poland, with <laughs> with a crossbow. With a crossbow. <laughs> that's where you wanted to be. That's where I, I was going to be. <laughs> Senator, you're a man. <laughs> I'm bringing the fight to me. Oh, that's my ringtone now. <laughs> That's where Hitler wanted to be. That's where I want to be. Uh, do you know all the words to DC Talk? I wish we'd all been ready because it may be the entrance test to get to heaven. No, I do not. Oh, I gotta study. D- Jack. I, I know I don't know the song. I gotta study. Really? I completely missed the DC that Talk. That was like an boat. essential song growing up. Oh, totally. I missed <gasps> it too. My family was Michael W. Smith. My family was Reliant K. Different times, man. Okay, for those of you who are interested in this, who want to give your number and give (laughs) a sweet justification, whether real or imaginary, I totally want to hear it. We want to hear it. Write to us at, what is the email address, Jack? DesiringBrethrenPodcast at gmail.com. This has been Tanner Hoffs, David Short, and Jackson O'Brien. And we will see you next week. Later. Booyah. That's why Hitler wanted to be. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. There was a cool poster of like Satan. I don't know, like the world in his hair or something freaky. That's why Hitler wanted to be. Hear the world in his hair.